You know, these earrings that I got for my birthday are still not healed. How long has it been? It's been six months. Well, yeah, but yours one is like cartilage. Uh, It's like really obnoxious. Where'd you get them done? At studs. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. We were in Austin, Texas. We were. It was really nice, but like, damn, why is it taking so long? To heal? Yeah. I don't know, because when, because I got my third piercing, and one of them kind of went into cartilage, and I felt it when he was stabbing me with the needle. Oh, God. And it took forever for that one to heal. So that's probably what you're going through as well. I didn't realize there was like a right way to wear these headphones. That's why it felt so funny. That's why there's one R and L. Do you want to, I don't look at that. I just put them on and go for it. (laughs) All right. And hope for the best. I really do always just hope for the best. Like put it on and live my best life. You know what I mean? Yes. All right, guys, we're back. Another episode. Another episode. I mean, we are so good. We're on a roll. Yes, we have been recording for the past at least three or four weeks. I have to say. Consistently. Kudos to people who do podcasting. This is a full-time job. Yeah, it's a lot of work. It's a full-time job. I mean, you do way more work than I do, but. Yeah, but like my days off, we got to record. And then a little time that I do have, I'm like, I have to edit. I have to like, look at this. I have to do that. And I'm like making posts for Instagram. I don't understand how people do this. But then we have to do research. Patreon too. I'm sorry. That is a full-time job. There's another party going on upstairs. (laughs) There's always a party going on here. We got to do the intro. What's the intro? Welcome back to to another another episode of On the DL. I'm Danielle. I'm Linda. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. It's like I haven't seen life. you in so many days, except I've seen you for all the days. What did I say to you recently? I was like, I've never spent this much time with one individual and like didn't hate them <laughs> after spending this much time with somebody. Yes, we've definitely been doing the things. We actually went to a winery, um, Aquila's Nest, mm-hmm. uh, up in Sandy Hook, Newtown, Connecticut. Yes. Uh, absolutely stunning. Uh I realized that it's getting really, really cold out because it was 63 degrees. And Daniel was like, my toes are frozen. Yeah, my toes were cold. I was like, let me just try to drink more wine. girl, it's about to be 45 degrees every day. Yeah, I'm not a fan of winter, to be quite frank. No, me either. But anyway, on this episode, we actually, you know what? I'm going to let you take the stage. The stage? Okay. The stage. Um, if you guys listened last week, um, the dating horror stories that we had, we had a very interesting story about a young woman that was looking to confront her family because they were hiding her fiance's cheating. Um, and it's it was a lot, right? And we yeah. had gotten an update mid us recording so i was able to read that update and since it was so exciting (laughs) there's since been another update here's the newest update and this new update was posted three days ago so three days after we wait wait what day is it monday Monday. so she updated on like sad saturday friday no the next day okay so things have escalated heavily do I need to go back? I'm so sorry. Do I need to go back and say the names again? 
I I would bring them up. All right. Okay. So for context, all I remember is peaches because it was so stupid. What a stupid (laughs) name, Peach. Fucking peaches. Um. So now she's going. Peach is her ex best friend. Mm -hmm. Alex is the ex fiance. Egg donor. Mom is the mom. Um. And then my egg donor's soon to be ex. That's Tony. So remember in the first story, Tony like paid for flowers or something like that. And then there's a. There's a brother and a sister somewhere. I don't know if there's Wasn't it like a half-brother or something? Yeah. So Richard and Maria Dick. are the half-brother and sister. Okay. You, you said that last time, too. So, so silly. Why is Dick a nickname for Richard? I don't know. Okay. So things have escalated heavily. Once I woke up and took a long, hot shower, I turned my phone back on. I couldn't even unlock it or clear notification before I caught a call from one of my bridesmaids. I answered and she immediately started screaming at me about how I could ignore Peach and Alex in their time of need. I'm sorry, what? what? At first I was confused, seeing as I don't give a damn about them anymore, but I asked her not to yell at me and she continued anyway. She screamed that Peach self-harmed. When she sent me the images, they were very top surface level, enough for the scar to appear with a little blood. Regardless of whether or not it was deep, it still shook me. I wanted to scoff on the phone at this point because I know she was doing it to rally people on her side since I won't respond to her text. And she told me that Alex tried to OD. His friends found him at the apartment all groggy. They took him to the hospital where he was cleared, and they didn't have to pump. They're keeping him on watch for the next 72 hours, which is good. Just because I hate his guts doesn't mean I want him to die. So nice. <laughs> After this, my friend group has been very split. How could you be? How okay. could you be split? Since I didn't respond to either of them before they did this, I still have no intention of talking to either of them. I don't really care what they do for attention just as long as they leave me alone. Mm-hmm. Yes. During the initial confrontation with my egg donor, Tony found out that she had lied to him and said Peach could take my ticket to go with them on the trip. Remember the trip? Yes, yes. Okay. They got home and started arguing more because Tony brought up the suspicions that he had about my mother cheating. <gasps> she started oh, screaming. Turned- I know. <gasps> She started screaming at him and confessing everything. She told him that my half-siblings aren't his <gasps> and a lot of very other very hurtful things. He had to call the police on her to escort her off his property. Tony followed up with me this morning. Yes, he is divorcing her. His lawyers are drafting up papers within the next week or so. She's and, a psychopath. Yep. And what told me that my bitch. mother confessed that I was the product that I was the product of a long-term affair she had with his best <gasps> friend. Oh my god. This story just took a huge turn. I know. It's like spiraling out of control. This whole story is about how psychotic this mother is. Um, I feel like she's the center of this story. I think that's it. It's not even the boyfriend anymore. She's the problem. Or the fiancé, ex-fiancé. Yeah, he's a problem too, but... But the mother? You're a bitch. So, okay. Yet, after finding out Tony is getting divorce papers, she has tried to backpedal. She has been calling my aunt, begging for her to convince Tony not to do this or else she would be homeless. She has been trying to call Tony and his family, but they have all been ignoring her. This wasn't enough for my egg donor. She knows my aunt's schedule and tried to come over to assault me. Oh, my God. What the fuck? My cousin was with me still, so she couldn't get in. But hearing her scream at me, some very low, ins- some of my very low insecurities hurt, and I started to have a panic attack. My cousin took me upstairs when we heard a loud crash. My mother broke through the window and ran upstairs <laughs> and attacked me. What? Wow. Once in my for oh once in my, my life, God. I hit my egg donor back. All the anger I had towards her, I finally let out. My cousin was struggling to separate us; that she had to run to get our neighbor. 
I only have a few scratches. Who the fuck is the neighbor? <laughs> I don't know. She ran to go get her. I only have a few scratches and bite marks. Uh, <laughs> but outside of that, I'm okay. I'm also placing charges against my egg donor. Hopefully, I can get a restraining order. My restraining mom... order? She needs to be put in a loony pin. Reals. The police need to take her into custody. My mom ran off before the police came, but I gave them Tony's address just in case she tries going back there. I see that those evil people aren't going to stop until they get a response out of me. However, on the weird side, I got a call from my half-sister. She tried apologizing, and I cut her off because I didn't want to hear it anymore. She then scoffed and had the nerve to ask if I could watch my nieces while her, her husband, and her boyfriend all go on a trip. Yeah. I love my nieces and nephews, but I told her she could go fuck herself. (laughs) Respectfully. If she wanted me to watch... My nieces, then she should have to ask me through my aunt. She started screaming about how I was being unfair to her and punishing her kids. I told her I was punishing her. She said, never mind, and that I couldn't see my nieces. I knew this was something that could happen, but it hurt my heart. I'm pretty sure she's telling them that I hate them. I'm keeping the screenshots, and my aunt and cousin said that they would back me up if they reach out in the future. This is everything so far, but I'm expecting much more to happen, honestly. One thing I know about my egg donor is that she hates losing. I know she sees this as a loss and won't stop until she comes out on top. Okay. My half-brother has me blocked on everything, and I'm pretty sure he is siding with my half-sister. I'm just really emotionally distraught, but I wanted to update you guys. I'll update again if anything else happens, but if not, this will probably be my final update because I just want all of this shit show to end. And good news, though, I start therapy next week. My aunt and cousin are currently packing up Alex's things and dropping them off at a buddy of his house. His name is Kyle. He's on my side, and he's been helping me through all this as well. Okay, plot twist, They those two get together? I would like to see that update. Uh, he dropped me off my favorite fruit this morning to my aunt. He also assured me that 100%. I could talk to him anytime. Like, okay, perfect. hi. He loves her. Absolutely. He's like, oh, you're vulnerable? Here's a fruit platter. <laughs> That's the way to get me. No, I'm joking. Um, I asked him if he would be in f- a further co- communication with Alex, and he said no. He's just holding on to his things until his parents can pick them up. I really appreciate him. That's it for now. I will update in the comments once I get that restraining order. Wow. So that's the update. I'm just scrolling a little bit to see if I can find any comments from her. So, I mean, she's trying to get the restraining order. And I think somebody posted about how they want to see her with this guy. Well, I think me and you both were like, it'd be really kind of cute. If I was they... like, plot twist. And honestly, one really quick way to get over someone is to get under someone else. The friend. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's a friend. That'll be a little bit of a kick in the face, don't you think? 100%. Kick in the balls. Mm Mm-hmm. That's wild. This poor girl. I mean, hey, better late than never. At least she found out. Yeah. She didn't marry them. Or she didn't marry him. Yeah. I mean, imagine having to go through the divorce after like a week of being married. At least you can call off the wedding and you can call off everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. At least she had that, like, that. But she only had it because she had to She's like, good news, I'm starting therapy. Yeah, that's the, if that's the good news. a psychiatrist. I I would need a psychiatrist. (laughs) Well, you start with a therapist. And and a hitman for my mom. Okay, the hitman. (laughs) Literally, like, take that bitch out. She, okay, first of all, we need to talk about the mom. Because the mom is a psychopath. Oh, yeah. She has issues. She sure does. That bitch has issues. Well, she's probably been hiding like, those issues for long. She gets mad when she's not on top. What? Yeah. What do you mean? She's, she sees this There's as a, a special loss. place in hell for that bitch. What are you? What are we winning here? You literally yeah, ruined so many people's lives. She's one of those. That's why when she found out the drama, 
She's like, ooh. Keep it to yourself. She, she was excited. All right. What do we want to do now? This was going to be like another kind of, I guess, creepy. Creepy or So spooky? honestly, I really liked how we read like these stories. Yeah. Mainly because you're so good at telling stories. I love telling stories. And I love hearing stories. You're so stories. good at it. You're so nice. Like, now I understand what Christy means. They're like, Danielle's voice is so soothing. (laughs) (laughs) But it is. But it is because, like, if I were to try and read, oh, everybody would turn this. I just really, I really want, I'm going to have you read something that's, like, You don't want that. Short. Yeah, I have to. I'm, like, borderline dyslexic. You're so ridiculous. Anyway, what do you have for story to show and tell? We're showing and telling. Okay, so, well, since... This theme is going to be a little bit like, I guess, kind of creepy, maybe like some unwanted advances from people. I don't, it's not always men. And I really have to, I mean, like, I feel like we hate, we like hate on men like a lot. And I, I just want everyone to know that I don't hate men. I really don't. The I have to like leaders club. No, I'm not. Like, I don't. I have really great friends that are guys and, you know, I'm sure that I'm going to eventually meet the right person and probably fall in love yes well i already love you we know that um so since we're gonna kick this off and kind of do some creepy ones and i think maybe i'll save my my paranormal ones like my ghost story ones for the next episode so that'll be like the scariest one yeah but these are like kind of creepy stories i'm gonna start with telling just like one of my own stories because i've got good ones we all know that right you have the best stories i was i told you when i was reading when i was going through reddit i'm like Danielle could have her own subreddit on Reddit <laughs> just from her own fucking stories. And just like, what? and like, that's what kind of makes me really angry is that some of our episodes, the quality is shit, but your stories, but the stories are good. I like want to re record them with better audio because they're that damn good. But we were also drunk. We can't remake those. That's like, no, that is art. It was, <laughs> it was literally art. Those episodes are absolute art. Um, the if, actual you could, banter. if you could push through on those episodes, gold. <laughs> yes, the sound gets better. I mean, we're really, we're making an effort to sound better when we are doing this and yeah. to try to like be consistent with recording and all well, of we're that. we're also taking it seriously. So we're actually like taking advice from people doing research on like, oh, this is the problem we're encountering actually solving like Google, it. Google, Google, as, well, well, as opposed to like we were doing like once a month kind of drunk. We're like, just plug that in over there and hope for the best. <laughs> Which is kind of silly because we did invest a lot of money in this equipment. So we really should just take it seriously. And I'm glad that we are now. Um, Okay, so creepy people, creepy. And, of course, it's going to be, you know, I date men or guys, boys, whatever, whatever we call them. You're dating boys? I don't – I haven't gone on any dates yet. Oh, that's the other thing. It was, like, the weirdest thing. I was supposed to go on a date yesterday, and I had talked to him, like – Five days prior, and I didn't hear from him until, like, I was supposed to go out with him Sunday. I didn't hear from him again until Saturday. And he just, like, oh, like, how's your weekend? Like, just, like, some small talk and didn't mention anything about Sunday. And I was like, well, I'm not mentioning anything. Wait, I have a question. So when you guys planned on seeing each other on Sunday, was it, like, you guys were making concrete plans? Like, I... Let's meet up here, or was it just like a? Are you free on Sunday? Cool. Let's maybe do something on Sunday. Well, I had said I am free on these days, mm-hmm. and he's like, okay, like let's do something Sunday. Do you want me to come to you? I was like, well, I can meet you because he lives like 
like an hour away oh, oh. i'm like i can meet you like halfway when halfway is like new haven mm-hmm. which i'm totally cool in new haven i'm sorry where does this creature live guilford so guilford's like Goodbye. past branford it's like it's like whatever well, i don't mind people that are far away because then like you don't have to see them every day yeah then they don't are not in showing case. up at your doorstep no i don't want that that's like literally the last thing that i want but then um and then i didn't hear from him yesterday and then linda's like i want to go to the winery i was like let's go because i didn't hear from this idiot and if he's gonna call me you know an hour before he wants to do something with me that's like a big no for me and now if he does if i do hear back from him i'm not gonna answer because i'm just like that's it i'm not gonna play this game you should have like a little automated message danielle is away from her phone right now forever you will never be able to ever contact her ever again goodbye goodbye (laughs) and it just shuts down his whole phone (laughs) you are the weakest link goodbye goodbye and she presses the button i I miss those shows me too why can't we have aggressive shows like that again (laughs) (laughs) i wish i could do that to people in my life like in real time press a button and And the trap door just trap door bye see ya absolutely disappeared goodbye okay so here's my story I had, right after I broke up with my boyfriend of eight years, I really wasn't looking to date because I was pretty heavily traumatized from this, from this person. And I had followed this guy, like we're like socials, like a, what is that? Like when you follow each other on social media. Friends. Mutuals. Yes. We are mutuals. Is that what that is? Like a friend. We are mutuals. Yeah. And I knew him from like back in the day, like my bartending days from like, I don't know, probably like 2008, 2009 when I was like in the clubs and, and all of that. So this is how I know this person, right? I'm sorry. Did you say you in the clubs? Me in the clubs. I used to bartend in the clubs. <laughs> like I used to go in at like nine o'clock at night and work until, you know, two or three and make a fucking stupid amount of money. But those days are long gone. Anyway, so that's how I knew this person. And... I don't know. He kind of just started um, like replying to my stories and it was like kind of cute. And I was like, I'm not really like ready to date. But like I went out with him like a couple times and I, I don't know. It just wasn't for me. It wasn't there. Like I didn't really want to. And so then it was kind of and then COVID happened and yeah. I like, escaped to florida and that was kind of that and i kind of just like let it go like i i kind of i didn't really ghost him like i didn't like block him or anything i just was kind of like yeah i'm not no i'm not around whatever and like after we started coming back from covid he like visited me at the bar one night and then he was like trying to kiss me and i was like oh i like really don't want this but like i don't know how to say no because i was like uncomfortable and and after that i sent him a text message i was like listen i'm like happy to be your friend but i don't I'm just not, yeah, I'm just like not yeah. interested in, in doing any of that with you. Yeah. You know, and then I was, he's like, okay. I'm like, all right, is it okay? And then I didn't hear from him for a long, long time. And like all of a sudden he starts messaging me again. And he's telling me about how he's like really struggling. And I tell, like, and we talked about trauma dumping last week about how I did it to my trainer. But this kid, like, he trauma dumped all over me. And he was like, oh, you know, about how he needs to go to rehab and how we can't stop drinking. And I was thinking to myself, like, aren't you? Wait, so how long has he been sober for or trying to be sober for? I don't know. Well, I mean, I guess I can go back and look. I don't know because he had sent uh, and I because I hadn't heard from him in so many weeks. But the last you've heard from him, he was sober. Yes. Okay, so he was sober and now he's trauma dumping saying he needs to go to rehab, which means he's no longer sober. This was like back in May. 
Okay. So like when he was saying that he like needed to go to rehab. Okay, so he's no longer sober. And I don't know. I don't know because I'm not asking. And it's not because I don't care about his well-being, but I'm just like not in a in a position where like I can. I can't like I just I literally just can't. Right. So fast forward to like I didn't hear from him for like a long, long time. And then he texts me. He's like, oh, that he just got out of rehab. I was like, all right, well, you know, good luck with everything, whatever. And then I didn't hear from him again for a while. Yeah. But then just like in the recent weeks, he's been like, oh, are you uh, are you working or like whatever? And I'm like, yeah, I'm working in wherever I'm working. And he's like, oh, like, well, if you get out early, like, let me know. I'm like, okay. And I don't ask why because, again, I don't want to like get into conversations. Like, yeah. I don't want to know. I don't want to know anything. And over the weekend, I got another message about this. And now, mind you, this is like late at night. This is not like a normal. This is like 11 o'clock. What day of the week was this? The last one? Mm-hmm. Saturday. Okay. And he had asked me Friday night, too, if I was working. It was like a little earlier, maybe like 9 o'clock. Okay. It was like later at night. It's not like in the afternoon, hey, are you working tonight? If you get out early, do you want to do something? Or yeah. It's not like that. It's like if you get out early, like let me know. Like a booty call. That's weird. So I was like, I don't want to deal with this. But Saturday night, it was literally like 1130 at night. And it's like, hey, are you working tonight? And he knows that like I'm a, he knows that I'm a bartender. So like, I guess it, even though it's like not for normal people to be messaging at that hour, like I'm going to be awake because I'm usually, yeah, you know, if knows, I bartend, yeah. he does. He doesn't know that. And he asked if I was working. I was like, well, I was. And he's like, well, are you calling it a night? Are you heading home or are you going out? I was like, well, I'm still at work. Like I was having a drink with one of my friends. It's actually her birthday today, so like I got her to do a shot of tequila, and like, and that was like, you know, like my my glory moment because she doesn't do shots of tequila. So yeah, because mm-hmm. like do a shot, and we're just like talking, like talking, you know, because yeah. I don't get to see her that often. So we're just like bullshitting, and and I'm showing her these messages, and he's like, oh well, would you want to uh, stop by after you're done? I was like, stop by where? Like what? And he's like, oh the like the house. I'm like, your house? What? What? Like, I'm so confused about this, yeah. like, interaction because, like, it's not like – like, if we were consistently talking or cons- consistently being friends, like, where not – you're not only just telling me everything that's wrong with you. You're, like, asking how I'm doing. If there's, like, a, an exchange of checking in with one another, then, like, I might have been a little bit different. But I felt really like, okay, you're literally telling me everything that's wrong with you, not asking me how I'm doing. and then you're telling me to come over. What do you want me to come over for? And that's what I said. And see, that's when I started to get a little creeped out. But then, you know, I always have these feelings that like, well, maybe I'm like thinking too much of myself. No. But that's like where my brain goes. I'm like, oh, maybe it's just really like an innocent thing. And I'm not being, I'm being a jerk for thinking anything else. Right. So I, I wrote back, I'm like, um, listen, I've been drinking and I'm not sure why you want me to come to your house. Like, I'm not sure what's going on. And then he goes, I don't know how to put it in a way that that I would that you'd get like that I would understand that me I would understand I'm like all you gotta do is spit it out like and I'll get it literally just speak English but he said that he couldn't stop thinking about me and I'm like I I haven't talked to you regularly in like years like he's not okay no so I'm like uh I go listen I don't know what you want from me and then he got like kind of upset he's like well I guess it's a no I'm like well yeah I'm not coming to your house like what it's so fucking weird and he's like well I just like wanted to uh talk to someone and be close to someone like 
why is it me? Like because you were too nice to him before. At one point in mm-hmm. my life, yeah. Come on, people yeah. are not nice. He's to you? probably in a really weird place, and if he had to rope all the people that have been nice to him in his life, he probably doesn't have any anymore. And you're one of those that was always there for him. Probably because I always put my needs under everyone else's and that's not like anymore the, that's but not what you i'm probably doing. did at some point i did i definitely did at some point but like I, for me i said i was like listen i can't take on any of your bullshit like not your bullshit like your your problems right now because yeah. i'm dealing with my own like i'm so sorry but i can't do that he's like no that's like i get it i'm not trying to like put my trauma on anyone else um i just wanted to be close to somebody but i could just listen to a podcast <laughs> to which i replied you can listen to my podcast. <laughs> so if he's listening, <laughs> if he's listening, I'm going to, like, I'm, this story is going to sound like I'm such an asshole, but that was, he's honestly, dude, asshole. that was kind of creepy. Like, you coming out of nowhere and saying that shit made me super fucking uncomfortable. And I'm not going to name names. And I, know, and I know you were fucking drunk. You're like, oh my God, you're going to listen to a podcast? Here's the link. Here's the link to my <laughs> podcast. If you love me so much, go listen to my voice. Oh. It's very soothing. Go listen to my voice. And I make mean, sure you rate us. Please, rate us five stars. Can you I imagine think... we're going to get like the worst review from this person because he's going to be mad that I'm... Oh, I'll find his mugshot and I'll put it on our Instagram. Stop, fucking there's a mugshot? Me. I can guarantee. Not me googling. Hold on. I don't think you're gonna find it. I all you have to do is do a background check, BB. You'll find all that shit. I feel like doing a a little fun little background check. You know what? Can we normalize doing background checks on on the guys that we're dating? Uh, yeah. Or just like random people. Yeah. Like I just wanna, I just wanna do back. I think that should be normalized. Like there's nothing wrong with doing a background check. No, and if you don't have anything to hide, you shouldn't worry about it. This is such a tangent, but real quick. There is this girl on, I saw it on Reddit, because Reddit's my new favorite thing now. Yes. She does background checks on everybody. Bitch. So she would find somebody like on Hinge or something and then find like, okay, this is why women should be head of the FBI because I don't, you give them one first name, hometown, age, boom. We know everything about you. She does background checks. She found out like this one guy was like, um, wanted for, uh, sexual assault, like, all this other bullshit and i'm like wait we need to fucking normalize that you should probably do a background check on this motherfucker you'll probably find a mugshot you know uh that i i don't want to be i don't want to be scared i'm gonna go ahead and say no so that's like and i know it's like not a scary creepy situation but it was very much creepy to me like to reach out to me and i don't know i don't know what you're thinking i don't know if you're drinking or on drugs or what i think i mean trigger warning i will put a trigger warning um on the description of this podcast but from the sounds of it he is using again and i think he's very lost and you know what you said it in the beginning of this year i'm not fucking taking care of anybody i know i still get those twangs of twang twang twinge i don't know i get those like like something in your voice (laughs) like Like the southern twang Stop. Um, I still get those like little feelings that I, I feel bad because like I don't want anyone to be hurting. I know what it's like, right? You know, like I get it. Yeah, I don't you're want. Not, you're not Wonder Woman. You're not Superman. I like, can't save can't. everyone. I can't save anyone. No, you can't. We can barely save ourselves. Yeah. So it makes me feel bad, and I was, I, I feel I felt bad saying like, "What are you doing? Like, why are you asking me this?" Because I almost felt like 
I should have been like, oh, like, I can help you. I personally think he was reaching out to you for a booty call. The only other reason why somebody would fucking reach out to you at 9 p.m. on a Friday or 11 p.m. on a Saturday and ask you if you're out and you you clearly said, I'm still working. And he says, come to my house. That literally means it's not, hey, come over to my house so we can talk about my feelings. Nope. And we can hug and cuddle while I cry in your arms. That's not happening. He's trying to fuck. He's trying to get buns. And you no, know not what? the buns. <laughs> He's trying to get buns. And you know what? He needs to go to fucking rehab. You know, like, it's just really exhausting. Yeah. Being everyone's favorite. <laughs> okay. I mean, you are everybody's favorite. <laughs> it's really tiring, you guys. I'm just, I can't. I can't Did have I this. Leave me alone. I literally I'm have tired. anxiety. Help me. All right, you know what we're going to do? What's it like being everybody's favorite? It's like super exhausting, but like also kind of rewarding. <laughs> no, I'm not even sorry. I can't. I can't with this. With no, people coming I think, for me like I that. I think you, for as long as I've known you, I think where you are right now as a person, like you are the true definition of I don't give a fuck, but you really, really, really do. But I think now you're actually exercising where you want to channel your energy yeah like i give a fuck about this person that person and that person their feelings you are over there like good luck. this guy i wish you well this guy i'm sorry like you said you haven't been talking to him in how long it's and he wants to come back into your life and be like hey you want to fuck like that's, that's so weird it's it is weird and kind and of offensive it is so offensive that's why i'm like i wouldn't even i would never respond to this guy ever again or if he does i would send him a very a, a very strongly worded email. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this story is from Creepy Encounters. Okay. All right. And it's titled, Guy Following Me at the Grocery Store. Now, Creepy Encounters is like a subreddit about, it's true stories that happen with other humans, like not creepy, like paranormal or okay. ghost or anything. Okay. So this is like real life stuff, which is can be creepier i think sometimes i think there's more creepy creepier. than ghosts yeah. yeah this just happened today and it really shook me up i'm casually shopping at this grocery store and it's daylight i'm walking around and i pass this really tall black man maybe in his 20s or 30s i noticed him looking at me as i passed but that happens often so i didn't think too much of it but then i noticed him not only walking around me but constantly staring at me I went around to different aisles just trying not to overthink, but every time I looked up, he was already there staring at me. I was too freaked out to even focus on shopping. After roaming around more, I noticed he wasn't around, so I figured he left, thinking, thank God. But then I looked out the sliding doors. It's a small store, so they only have one entrance slash exit, and he's standing outside still looking at me. Ooh, outside, gross. At this point, I, re I get really freaked. I decide to roam around again, hoping he'll leave, but he comes back inside, still staring me down. I start thinking if I should ask other customers to help me, but I didn't know what to do. The guy was really tall, and he looked scary. He goes back outside and is waiting by the doors. I decided to buy my stuff and leave. As I'm at the, check as I'm at the checkout that's right near the doors, I tell the cashier, hey, that guy outside has been following me around and staring at me, and it's really creeping me out, with my voice all shaky because I'm so scared. The cashier guy didn't respond to me at all. Just looked at the guy outside. This just made me feel more powerless and helpless. I fucking hate being a woman in instances like this. 
I paid, I got my bag, and I walked out really fast. The guy starts following me to my car. I'm freaking out, but I immediately lock my doors, start my car, and got the fuck out of there. When I was backing up, he was right next to my trunk. Thankfully, he didn't try to block me in. I started crying and shaking after. I felt so powerless as a woman and didn't know what to do. Does anyone else have any tips on what to do in instances like this? Looking back, I wish I asked for the manager to walk me out. I just felt so dismissed by the cashier and felt like nobody would help me. That's so messed up. Did I ever tell you that this happened to me before? No. Yeah. Someone followed me into my car. What? They got into my car. How'd they get into the car? Okay. Real quick. Very creepy dude. But younger guy, like I think at the time I was like in my early 20s, but there was a guy that I always saw and I always thought he was really cute. Mm -hmm. And so he'd always like look at me, but I was like, sometimes like gym bays, like that's how they flirt with you. But I remember this one instance, I used to work out really late because that was the only time that I could work out. Like, we're talking, like, down to, like, hi, we're, we'll be closing in a half hour. Like, oh. yeah, like, that's how late I would work out. This guy waited for me outside. Oh, no good. Like, literally waited for me outside. So I noticed him while I was walking out, and I put my headphones back on because I have, like, the big Beats. Yeah. Like, the big Beats head- headphones. So, so he I was, wouldn't like, try to talk to you? Yeah, so he wouldn't try to talk to me. And he starts talking to me or whatever, and I, like, kind of, like, look at him. As soon as I walk out of the, the gym, I'm a psychopath. My One of my, like, really early, early boyfriends was a certified psychopath. Okay. So, like, after him, I need to be super hyper. Like, it's just PTSD. I'm hyper aware of what's around me. I look for cameras. I look for, like, the exit signs inside a building. Like, I'm crazy like the ptsd is bad so i already knew where the cameras were outside of the la fitness now are they working that's a whole different story i don't fucking know we don't know yeah but um so whatever so he was waiting for me outside of the gym and then he says something to me but again my headphones are off so i hear him so i just kind of ignore him and it's nighttime i see his shadow you Mm -hmm. know what i mean because the light from the uh, inside of the la fitness i see him like kind of following me and i turn around i go (laughs) what did you say and he was like oh he's like I just wasn't sure if you could hear me or not. And, like, I had my – I was like, well, it's off. What do you want? And he starts, like, I don't even know what he was talking. He's like, in that moment, your whole body just, like – Tenses up, yeah. Tenses up. And you're like, I'm not even thinking about what he's saying because I'm like, but you're in just such a weird position. I continued walking to my car. Yeah. I just continued walking to my car, and he's continued following me. I mean, I've told you stories. I've been stalked by cops. I've been – oh, yeah. I've – my stalking stories – Dude, like that one cop that was stalking me, he was looking at all the things that I would post, like locations that I would post on Instagram, and he would show up. There was one time he showed up to this bar in Stanford. We were all there to watch like a football game. This man fucking showed up. It crazy. Hello? Wild. And then we got into like a physical altercation because <laughs> I fight. I'm not above violence. I fight men. Um, he started texting me out of a random number. Saying, like, I'm outside. Ew. Come outside. Like, very weird. But being that I've been in a very similar situation, my take on all that is it was this was broad daylight, though, because it was a grocery store, right? Yeah, it was during the day. And the cashier was kind of like a dick. Oh, that and sucks they're like for fucking 16 year olds behind the fucking desk. The cashier is probably like 12, and he's like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> what do you want me to do? Like that one time we were we we were being stalked in Austin, Texas. 
Oh my god. Do you remember I that? For, I kind of forgot about that. Oh, I did not. That shit burnt. That's the reason I do not like Austin, Texas. That place Dude. is weird. We were it is where a weird were, was place. it Rainy Street? Where were we? So no, we were on uh East Sixth Street. We were going towards West Sixth Street. Was that we dirty? Were going Six? To Sh- Shangri-La. Oh Remember yeah. Remember we were at that sports bar. But it was like an old gas station or something like that, that, that bar we were at. Yeah, it was like some, it was weird. Or was like it, an old, like they, they fixed cars or like something. Awesome and I'm we noticed, we noticed this guy. The, like, the, 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 the day we got there, again, this goes back to my PTSD. I'm very hyper aware of people. I like scanning faces. Yeah. This guy, we were walking to a consignment shop. We okay. were on that same street. Yep. We were walking into a consignment shop and I noticed this guy big dude mm-hmm. stocky dude shaved head looking like he was part of the army or whatever uh both legs tatted Tattooed, with yeah. really dark tattoos yep. and he just kept walking up the street crossing over going down the street went over to the other side went up the street down the street i'm like all right dude's making laps and i made a note of it we went into the consignment shop we came back out he's coming down the street i'm like what is this dude doing i was like this is so fucking weird i made a note of that the next day when we went to that bar we were standing there we were waiting for a drink. We are waiting, waiting, waiting. You're like, I'm going to go over there. So you went over to the other side, which then I looked over and I was like, oh, my God. There he he was sitting right next to us. Yeah, I remember him being one drink the bar. And he was just by himself. Like yep. a fucking weirdo. Me and you went to the window. Yep. We were drinking our drink. And when I saw that he was halfway through his drink, I said, Danielle, we got to go now. He's halfway through that drink. Oh, and we what it makes us so special that he wants to fucking attack us. I don't fucking know, but you can't ever be too safe so when i saw that he still had half a drink i was like well he's gonna sit there and finish it me and danielle start walking down the street toward this other bar and i noticed she's talking about something and i turn around and i see him danielle doesn't even say anything she goes what what i'm like shh quiet no you didn't say anything to me because i was telling us i was telling you something and i noticed afterwards and i turned around i was like and i'm quiet and she's like keep talking and then okay. I was like, I was like, oh my god, that's the yoga studio. Mm-hmm. I made up some fucking thing, and then we fucking ran into the little place, and everybody was on drugs in there. And I looked at the little fucking the the, <laughs> the, the door, the little bouncer, and I was like, you got a shank, buddy? He's like, what <laughs> like, are you? He goes, are you guys okay? Because we're like, like out of breath. Yeah, I was like, he's so small, he's not gonna fucking protect me. I was like, I need a knife or something. This dude's huge. Yeah. But yeah, it was so weird. And then when we turned around, when we finally got to the bar, we looked over, and he was looking at us, and like went down a, a little alleyway. And I was yeah. like, fuck this place I'm like we're I ubering think, i think in moments like that your flight or f- would you say flight fight frozen frozen flight fight or flight or freeze whatever fight flight freeze i think when i'm in those type of situations just being very like trying to analyze the situation and figure out your way out mm-hmm. as smart as possible being smarter than the person that's stalking you or trying to be smarter than the person that's trying to attack your whatever that's what kicks in for me like that girl that we were talking about in the story it's like how do i play it like you're not intimidating me yeah kind of thing you Mm -hmm. know what i mean like i think in when i'm in moments like that i'm like how do i get out of this situation as like smart as possible like how do i be smart and i remember this quote was like a really long time ago how to get out of crazy situations is acting crazier than the person that's crazy. Yeah. And I think that's what kind of kicks in for me. Um, like I was reading this one story of this girl that was getting stalked in Marshalls and this guy kept coming up to her and talking to her and she was having a full on conversation. She's like, no, I don't want to hug you. Well, why? And she's like, cause I just, I just don't want to hug. I literally bark. <laughs> 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 
get away from me. I'll fucking kill you. I'm like, why are you being so fucking nice? I'm sorry, but if you act crazy, he's going to leave you alone. He's going to be like, this bitch is fucking crazy. (laughs) Oh, my God. So, I don't know. I, this specific topic hits home for me, bitch, because my whole life revolves around who might be stalking me. I have a really terrible habit that as soon as I get in my car, I lock my doors and I look in the back seat. Me too. Always. I have to. I'm sorry. I do. I'm sorry. I have pepper spray, but I always walk with my keys between my fingers. We're females. Like this woman, she's like, it just sucks being like a female. Like nobody fucking cares. Like, yeah. I think, I think we're being in, dramatic. I think in those situations, you need pepper spray. <clears throat> mm-hmm. You can be socked anywhere. 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 And like I said, like you have a resting bitch face. I have a resting bitch face. Doesn't fucking matter. People. No, but don't I, I don't really get bothered. Uh, the thing is, I have not been stalked since like, uh, like 2001. And like the reason. <laughs> Well, this is because I was a young, I mean, I was a young idiot. So in 2001, I was like 19 years old. I don't know, whatever, how old, however old I was, I was working at this bar and I was a cocktail waitress. And this is where I learned early on in my career being behind the bar or, you know, waitressing in a, in a restaurant. It was a, it was a billiard club. So there's lots of guys, you know, people playing pool and, and whatnot. I I learned really that early on that I you can't be too nice. Yeah. And it's so sad because like I'm actually a really I'm actually like a really nice person and mm-hmm. a lot of people are like hey, if you like meet her she's like such a bitch. It's not because like I'm mean. I'm not a mean person. I just don't think I can't be like nice to people because if I'm nice, I don't know, people think it's like me wanting to flirt or, flirt or you something. You want to talk to me or yeah. you're just being so nice to me. Yeah, whatever. people take being polite or Absolutely. being nice as flirting, which is like so ridiculous. Like, I can't be nice. Anyway, I had this one guy. He was a regular. I actually forgot his name. And I used to like always talk to him because I thought he was cute and like we would like, we kind of jived a little bit and I did end up, I slept with him one time once. Mm-hmm. And um, after that, he would just always show up when I was working. Oh. And he would like wait for me when like, you know, the bar would close and everyone would have to leave and I would like clean up. He would like wait for me by my car. Like I had to have people like walk me out. It was like so stupid and ridiculous Ew. that um but Hi, like bitch. having the bouncer That's fucking psycho. Yeah, like walk me to my car because I was like nervous about what this person's gonna do. I'm like, sorry, I gave you the wrong idea. I did sleep with you. But you know, being a young nineteen year old, that's like yeah. just acting he was, that way. He was also young. I mean, he was old enough to drink, maybe in his early 20s. I don't remember. Yeah. I don't remember the kid's name. This is so long ago, twenty <laughs> over 20 years ago. But that was like the last time. And it wasn't even like an aggressive stalking. It was just like him always hanging just around where creepy. I was working or just like being out by my car. Like as females, you really need to fucking watch yourself. Like really watch yourself. And I think that's another reason why after that, I stopped being so fucking nice. You I used can't to be, be so nice. Now I'm like. I bark. No, I bark at people. I don't. I mean, <laughs> I'm actually really polite still, but like very, like I don't shrink anymore. Yeah. Like I'll stand and I'll smile and be like, I don't want you talking to me, but like, yeah. No, no, I'm not nice. But those, that's not, that's why I have rules now. If I was, 
you can't be too nice ever because I had had another guy at the bar. And this was like so many years later. This is like um, when I started working in Westport. Mm-hmm. And he would just come in. He was like an older man. I was, let's see. Oh, he's a creepy old man. Like 10 years ago, probably. Maybe like eight years ago. Yeah. You know, so I was like in my early 30s and he was probably 60. You know what I mean? But he yeah. was like dyeing his hair black and Ew. like, oh, I know you're like trying really hard. And he would like tell me about his kids and how this one's going to college. And I just thought it was like, I thought he was like a nice old man. Mm-hmm. So I would like just sit and talk to him. And then one day when I was sitting and talking to him, we were talking about ice cream, something about well, there was like a creamery that I was because my cousins were working at it or something. And I was like saying that it's so random. We were talking about ice cream. He's like, so would you like want to go get ice cream with me? I'm like, oh, this is where this is going. Okay, no. I'm like, oh, I Thank you so I'm much. I'm a lesbian. For, yeah, thank you so much for <laughs> offering. I just don't think that's a good idea. And then I didn't see him again. He didn't come to the bar anymore. And I'm like, oh, that's so sad because like the only reason he wanted he was to being talk nice to me, is because he wanted buns. The buns. He did. I'm sorry, you're sixty. That's you're like works. twice my age. And listen, really? I'm not. Uh, I, I'm not completely opposed to the age gap. Like I'm not. I just like. What are you thinking? Like just because I'm I talking think... to you, it doesn't mean I want to. I don't, I don't want anything from you. I just want your money. I'm working behind the bar. That's like the guys that like get, <laughs> that get um, attached to the strippers. They just want your money, dude. Just give they them. They literally don't care about you. They don't. They care about you and your money. They literally, I, I hate those stories where the guy like leaves his wife and like three kids for, for the, the stripper, stripper and the stripper takes all of his money and it ruins his entire life. I mean, you fucking deserved it. And then he's like, I don't understand. Like, don't what do you mean? You didn't understand. Had a bond. What? <laughs> what is wrong with you? She had a bond with everybody in that back room, you psychopath. Oh, goodness Ew. gracious. Ugh. Not anyway, the back room. Imagine Westport had a strip club. Oh, you know what? They would clean. Maybe we should open a strip club in Westport. <laughs> it's the easy that turns into a strip club. No, I don't want to do that. No, the Westport that. moms would come out in like droves. Oh my droves. god, they would have, we would like, be like having protests. Have, like, the, the signs. Yeah, they'd and be I'd protesting. I'd run them over with my car, and just, <laughs> it'll be a whole debacle. <laughs> I'd go up to them, and be like, "Do you want a job? Because your husband's in here." <laughs> Karen, you want me to do get you your husband? Spend time with your husband. <laughs> Here's a job, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so we're saving the best for last. Yes, this is this is actually. I mean, this is going to be a trigger warning. Um, for I guess like physical abuse, right? Domestic violence. And uh, it's 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 titled "Date Gone Wrong." So okay, this is so a person so that I mean, it wasn't like I guess a it wasn't a spouse. Yeah. Okay. Um, this is from the uh, subreddit "Let's Not Meet," um, and it's titled "Date Gone Wrong," and it was just recent. They posted it 28 days ago. Okay. In June 2023, I was on a lot of dating apps and would meet people regularly to have sex. Okay. I was texting with someone and he invited me over. I took an Uber to his place in the afternoon. The Oh, sorry. Wait, hold on. Is this a guy or a girl? Uh, it's a girl. Uh, the building was old and a bit creepy. I started feeling unsafe, but my rational side took over and I went in. Your irrational <laughs> side, maybe. The front door was broken, so I was able to go in. I texted him that I just got there and was waiting for him to show up. A few minutes later, I knocked to what I thought was his apartment. He texted me apartment nine, but he wasn't there. 
I went back to the lobby and I texted that I was leaving in the next few minutes since I didn't get any reply. A man shows up in the lobby and I followed him to apartment 15. I said, that's weird. Why would you tell me you live in apartment 9? He says, no, I live here, apartment 15. Me, yes, I noticed. But you said apartment 9. Why? He didn't seem to understand my question. He looked intoxicated. That's another bad sign. Apartment 15 was disgusting. Trash everywhere and it smelled like death. I knew I had to leave, but I didn't want to offend him. At this point, I've only been in the apartment for a few minutes. Him. Blow me. (laughs) Okay. What? Ain't no fucking way. I showed him our text messages. Is this your phone number? I asked. He says, no. I panic. I tell him that I have to leave. I unlock the door, opened it, step outside. I feel something in my back. He was burning me with his cigarette. (gasps) He then tried to pull me inside, beat me up, and stole my bag. I was on the floor of the hallway when he kicked me in the face and then closed the door. I ran outside and called the cops. The same night, he texted me, question mark, which is so weird. What the fuck? My jaw was fractured on both sides. I lost a tooth and chipped another one. He's now in jail, and we're waiting for the court to know exactly how much time he will serve. Oh, my God. Yes, sir. Let's not meet again. What the fuck? That's crazy. Um, so someone commented, I'm so sorry this happened to you. I hope you're okay. Also, this also was not a date. And then they wrote back, my jaw is fully healed now and I'm doing better overall. Thank you. And I will never go to a stranger's place ever again. Also, definitely not a date. So this was just like a hookup. Yeah. Um, but you know, they say at the beginning that June of 2023, which was just what, three months ago. Yeah. Um, she was on a lot of dating apps. She was just kind of looking looking to hook up, which, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. But yeah. again, you're always like assuming some kind of risk. I said this on another episode, like yeah. you're meeting someone that you don't know. And it's scary. I don't know. Going to a place where you don't or I wouldn't invite anyone to my house either. I'm not even really sure how you would just go about hooking up. I think until something traumatizing like this happens to you. Like, that's when you're like, oh, I'm not going to just go into anybody's home. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because you just think, how old is this person? Did they say? It doesn't say, no. And we don't know the gender? Uh, she's a girl. Okay. Oh, she is a girl? Okay, she's a girl because there's uh, another comment that says, that's absolutely fucking insane. Has it been long enough for you to find out what was going on, whether it was just a freakish coincidence or some organized thing? And she writes back, basically, it wasn't his first time, which... If someone behaves in that manner, it's not their first not the, time. That's not the first time. And she time. said that it smelled like death. Ooh, gross. Also, can we talk about how she was like, I didn't want to offend him. Bitch, the entire apartment was offensive. <laughs> this man was offensive by the way that he looked. Like, what? What do you oh, mean? Wait, Why are you more. trying to be so nice? Wait, hold on, hold on. And so basically, it wasn't his first time. We, we already yeah. would establish that. But in August of 2022, he assaulted another girl with the same pattern, gave a fake address. And when she decided to leave, he beat her up and stole her things. She unfortunately didn't press charges. He also punched a stripper once. I think he's just a misogynistic mofo and he got pissed I didn't have sex with him. But no, that's like more than just being misogynistic, love. That's like... No, no, no. That's a psychopath. That's a certified psychopath. That's fucking scary. Listen, if you're listening to this podcast and you're thinking about going into strangers' homes... Let's not. do it. We heard heard about the sex worker, you know, two weeks ago. Literally. Where was it last week? I don't even remember. Oh, man. Whatever, whatever that was on. Where she went into like some the d- dude's basement and the girl died. 
Yeah, well, leave? like, they'll give the wrong address. So, like, you yeah. can't even, like, say, like no, save yourself, that. you know? Like, no. people don't know where you are. Mm-mm. Or if you are gonna, if you are gonna do something like that, I just I wouldn't recommend it. But share like locations, yeah, share right. your location. Tell something. your friend. Yeah. Tell someone, someone, anyone, like what you're doing. Like or have like really nosy friends, like you know Linda or like my sister Kristen's also very nosy. She actually caught me one time in a place that I 100% should not have been. What the fuck? <laughs> She's wait, like wait. so. I love how you just slipped this story. <laughs> oh, my sister. She's like, so what are you doing at the, uh, I don't know, it wasn't, it wasn't the Holiday Inn, but what are you doing at the Holiday Inn? I'm like. Not the Holiday Inn. Oh, the, that's not where it was. <laughs> it was like, late. what are you doing at the Super A? No, we were, I was at a hotel with somebody that was in the hotel. He was visiting from like Boston mm-hmm. and she's like, so like, what are you doing in that hotel? I was like, why are you stalking me? <laughs> the fuck so she's the person that would so she would know what are you you doing over there like what's going on she'll my sister does that too what you doing my sister does that like if she sees like even if i'm like driving she's like why are you driving so fast where are you going i'm like you stalker you fucking weirdo what did she call it like she goes tracking my sims I don't know. Honestly, this whole story is fucking crazy. That was a lot. Like, that was a lot. It. That, like stop that last right that that last one. Woohoo! Wow. I, I feel like nervous. I'm like watching my back when I leave. Like she's like, I felt a burning sensation on my back. Literally, yo, he's putting c- out a cigarette on your back, bitch. What? That is wild. I could never. <laughs> could you imagine? No, I can't. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? And then he pulls her back in and then fractures her jaw. Yo, he kicked her in the face. Literally kicked her in the fucking face. What the fuck? I don't even know what I would do in that type of situation. At that point, I'd be like, please kill me. She got away. Please just fucking kill me. Well, he stole her bag and she still had her phone. Thank God. Mm -hmm. Like, because he took her bag. He stole my bag. What? What is What? (laughs) He's like, I need crack, baby. No. (laughs) Oh, my God. Also, he said apartment nine. She said nobody was there. What was your plan? You were just going to gonna pop up behind her and be like, that's not mine. Yeah. And well, he met her back. Me. She was like texting him that she was going to leave because like, what the fuck are you doing? Making me come to yeah, an empty so apartment. Weird. But walking into a dirty ass, stinky ass yeah, apartment. But, okay. Backtrack because she said, oh, the door was broken. So I let myself in. That should have been your first red. Into the lobby. Fu- I'm sorry, but sex is not that important that you're like, I need this so bad that this is so sketchy. This apartment is so disgusting. I'm going to still walk inside. No. As women, we are taught to be polite, right? We are taught to don't offend any man because, you know, maybe that's all he can afford. That, maybe that's why it is so <clears throat> important that women raising women raise some mean little girls. I hope if I ever have a daughter... She's gonna be fucking evil. I don't. She's give a, gonna I'm choose gonna give violence. Birth to Wednesday Adams. <laughs> <laughs> I I want to fight with her every day. No, that's you know what. That, uh, it no, sounds it sounds kind of aggressive, but I, it's completely. But that is just so correct. fucked up. But you are right. Like we as women, we are be nice. Be no. Be a lady. No. Be you know. But I no. I mean I'm a little I'm I'm an elder millennial is what they call me. Um, so that's, I kind of, that's how I grew up, but I'm glad that I'm seeing new generations coming up behind me. Everything's so different. It's so different. You know, I was like right on the edge of, 
like you know like don't ask don't tell like it was yeah. almost like it was a stigma to be gay or it was like a stigma to like be depressed and now everybody's like so open and, and talking yeah. about mental health or talking about um being bi or trans or being more acceptive accepting of the things that are a real thing all around and they've been a real thing for so many generations but like you know how many people stayed closeted because they were scared 100 percent. or i mean so they were scared that they were going to get disowned or beat up or you know i really love looking around now especially at at a lot of young women that are coming up and they're like you know this this what's go what's been going on is is not right it's not right and like this thing where you know all the guys are like saying oh not all men like yeah like we get it it's not all men like we understand that but like we're scared of a lot of men and you're not doing anything about it like if you look at it back then to today i mean women had to stay home uh we always looked at the man we were always scared of men we were always scared of men men kill us oh yeah (laughs) of course we have trauma against men they've known they've been known to kill us so yeah we're scared of them naturally generationally it goes down the line like manipulation through fear kind of thing like fuck that that's this doesn't work like that anymore and i think like today we see it in a lot of stories where women aren't fucking giving into that like down to like the little bullshit that we read sometimes <laughs> but like we're really fucking not yeah i like i, I we like found it out that we are smarter we really and, and we're we funnier so too that's the other thing thank yeah. god she got out of there alive like it could have been way worse. Yeah, you it know, could you're have right. been way fucking worse. And I hope, I hope she learns from this. <sighs> my, I'm like my you're, blood pressure is really like high. you're getting heated, girl. My blood pressure is high because that shit scares me, dude. Well, because it's it's not uncommon for a woman to get herself or to be in a situation like that and not make it out. Yeah. And I think that's you know important to draw awareness to so like when you are if you're gonna go out and just sleep like sleep with who you want like you know no shame please like do what you want just be safe like again let your friends know where you are like location have yourself a nosy friend or a nosy sister you know that like tracks you often like asks you what you're doing you know like just just be safe. It's like it's it's hard out here for a lot of us, you it know. It really is. To wrap this up, don't go into creepy, weird apartments. And watch your, you know, watch your six. Watch your six. Watch your back. Stalkers are be, real. Be safe Careful out there. Careful where you're, you know, tagging your shit. If you're, you know, tagging your location and maybe do sure it you after have, you leave. Maybe, maybe do it after you leave. Or I mean, it sucks that we're females and we still have to like do shit like this. Fucking get pepper spray, dude, and and learn how to use it. Watch yourself. Watch your surroundings. And also to anyone that's like a stalker, quit fucking being a creep. Because who let you out? Just know that I know karate and I'm not scared (laughs) to use it. I think that should be the name of this episode. (laughs) Something about like letting the creeps out or who let the creeps out or like something along those lines. Because it was kind of creepy. It started off kind of like soft with me, with my creep story. But that last one really got me. I'm that like, I'm kind of scared. Will you hold my hand when we walk to the car? Sure. <laughs> Remember, Fairfield County, there's not much that's going to happen. There's woods out here. That, don't say that to me. Listen. That just scares me. Don't do that. We're, <laughs> we're gonna. Well, next next week is gonna be a scary one because I'm like gonna be wrapped up in a little blanket in my robe. That's what we're gonna do. I'm no. gonna have tea because I'm gonna be so scared. Okay. 
like if you ever hear someone call your name in the woods don't answer because it's like one of the skinwalkers or something i'm like yeah no don't answer (laughs) yeah who is that is this my ex-boyfriend oh you're back (laughs) fucking creep get out of here creep i told you to stop texting me (laughs) all right after this everyone's getting right like monsters come get me now Come get me. No, I'm still waiting for the aliens. Hello. What happened to that? Like, is this like come, come this is an espresso martini. Can we get one for the road? <laughs> All right. I'm being annoying now. All right. Thank you so much for hanging Thanks out with us yet again. Message us if you have any creepy stories, if you have any dating stories, horror stories with dating, even some funny ones. Start submitting. Message us directly again on the dl.pod on Instagram. Um, and yeah, so thank you for hanging out with make, us and just, you know, give us a little five-star rating unless you hate us. Then yes. Just make sure us, you follow us on um, Spotify, us Spotify or Apple and MySpace, LinkedIn. Just <laughs> follow us. Give us a nice rating. If you don't like us, you know what? Still tell us. That's what I'm saying. Give us, Still tell us. give us constructive criticism, constructive criticism. I want to hear it. I want to know everything. This is like turning into a really fun thing for me. So like, I want to keep Literally, it going. Me too. I'm hoping I could just like quit my full-time job. Just <laughs> I would love that. Okay. Thank you guys. Thank you. Bye. Until next time. Bye. Bye.